0: There is a certain way that things this momentous must be done. Though just one step in bringing his plan to fruition, Mr. Heck sets about doing things the proper way. Standing outside the Palmetto City DMV, Mr. Heck cradles the lead capsule in his hands. You had a good run, Dag,
1: old buddy, Mr. Heck says, fingers moving over the unbroken surface of the container. Of all the ways to go, I figure this is the most fitting.
0: Mr. Heck's hands tighten around the capsule and soon smoke rises from it, from the now glowing red object. Fingers pressing into the softened metal, Mr. Heck raises a hand ringed in fire and plunges it into Dag's lead prison. A loud chittering noise erupts as Mr. Heck's hand pulls from the capsule a writhing beetle. The creature squirms and struggles to get free, seemingly unaffected by the flames.
1: You always were hunger incarnate. Well, here you go, pal.
0: But I'm more interested in how many of you we can make. Mr. Heck places the beetle in his mouth, and the chittering is silenced. The container in his hand once again sealed, unbroken lead. Head tilted down under his Stetson, he swallows. As the garage door of the DMV located behind Mr.
1: Heck begins to slowly open, he raises his head. His eyes, always dark, seem even darker and even more portals to an abyss.
0: Whistling the melody of Sundry Charm's most famous
1: song, Mr. Heck casually strolls into the void revealed by the open garage door, the capsule in his hand still glowing bright red.
0: Though there may have been faster ways to do this. There are certain ways, certain proper ways, things are to be done.
1: This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice.
0: Our last mystery was much more direct, where Anacross was basically able to tell Welker, like, hey, this is the information we're looking for. We found this. This one's even more direct than that. I think at the office there's like a a sudden hubbub. And uh Welker, this is kind of like this is somewhat unannounced to you. And uh there's like a lot of people, there's some a good chunk of people that come into the office, and Jessica Lore is there. And she kind of has this unannounced visit. And she kind of like marches back to your office. She's just going directly to you. She's not even Like, saying, like, all right, we're having a meeting. Instead, it's like, here's this information. She's, like, coming directly to you to tell you this. Mm -hmm. And um, she's wearing kind of her signature uh, red suit, like, power suit with a skirt. I don't know if there's a special name for that. Um, And she'll say...
2: Welker, I think we've stumbled upon... Well, I shouldn't say stumbled. We found... What certainly might be the biggest discovery in our company's history. It might be one of the biggest discoveries since nuclear fission.
3: Walker uh, will say, uh, that's amazing. How can I help? What's my? What are my orders?
0: And she'll pull out like a tablet and kind of like type it in. And it pulls up stuff on your, just your computer monitor. It kind of like flips on where she's controlling the screen. And she'll tell you.
2: From research we've been doing, there are these series of lines. They seem to connect things. Very powerful things. Now, we're not sure of the original source of these lines. We're not sure of the source of the power, but what we do understand is that there is a lot of power to them. And if we could activate them or at least know enough about them to study them, we have the potential to unlock what is essentially an unlimited source of energy
0: and she'll kind of show you these various lines that go all over the place. She's like,
2: They're not geothermal. They're certainly not seismic or tectonic. They're, they're something else. But there is something that connects all of these. We found this out from Mirzad and his his research department. He had taken a... Let's call it a sabbatical to do some additional research, but we found that not only is he blowing off his responsibilities to the company, but he may very well be actively betraying us.
3: And what makes you think that, uh, are you, are you at liberty to tell me why we think that he may not be trustworthy? Walker's trying to figure out if this has anything to do with anything he's done.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um... Read a bad situation for me, baby. Let's get this started off right off the bat.
3: Choo-choo. get them rolls. Nine. Nine.
0: Okay. So you get to ask one of those questions.
3: Are there any dangers I haven't noticed?
0: Are there any dangers you haven't noticed? I'll answer this through her, and then I'll answer it for you. The answer she gives you is this.
2: We found out there was a mole within the company. We expected that, but we didn't expect it to have gone up as far as it had.
0: And so what she'll tell you is that she suspects Mirzad is involved in that possibly, or there's reason to suspect Mirzad, because the person who seemed to be acting on some of this information was on a cross, and it seems like she got information from him that the company didn't get, and that uh, neither she nor Mirzad shared with the company. They figured out Ana Cross's stuff
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that Ana Cross was somehow betraying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the dangers is, cops aren't showing up at your door. So there's something.
3: Okay. So they're sniffing around the right places, but they haven't gotten to me.
0: So the, com- the company has realized that she was the leak. The yeah. issue is if they've realized that she is the leak to you, it would seem like probably there would start probably being some arrests or you would hear something or something would go on. Um, if she's become like no longer a useful police informant, but nothing's happened at all. Yeah. like No cops are showing up. Nobody's been arrested. Gotcha. What's the deal there? So she'll tell you.
2: Flat out, Mr. Welker, what we need you to do is to determine these other points. Determine these other locations within this area. We've discovered that the reason this area has been a hotbed of this activity is because there are certain locations within this city, certain locations that when connected by these lines that based on where they lie on the map, there is, uh, there's something about them. And if we can utilize that and activate it, or if not activate it, at least understand it, the potential is astronomical.
3: So does she show me the actual map?
0: So she will tell you that the Lore Corporation has determined that the Cypress Knolls Tower Garden and the Magnolia Place Mansion. So from Mysteries 3 and 2 respectively, are two of the locations. And she'll say, like
2: We're looking for three to five more of these places, these critical locations.
3: I remember the last time this came up, one of those places I surmised was probably like right on my house.
0: Oh well, Darkblade basically discovered that exact thing. But he I don't know. Me, I
3: think, right? Did
0: he? Um I think it was Certainly in like. Did you? I don't think it was because it was in the inter mystery session when you guys were not on the best of terms. So I don't know that. Okay, great. So she'll tell you that here are these two places, and we basically already own those places. Mm-hmm. So we got them. You've got to find the other three to five places that are there, and she'll just
3: basically say like.
2: The degree of importance here, Welker. Is tremendous.
3: I'm happy to accept.
2: If the possibilities that are there, even half of them, come to fruition, if even a third come to fruition, the energy issue in this world is solved. And we're the ones who solved it.
3: So Welker is hearing this, gonna be a bit skeptical, like, oh, free energy has been discovered. Be like, yeah, okay. But he's not gonna, he's gonna try his best not to let that show be like, uh, I am up to the task. My team is, will handle this. No problem.
2: Excellent. And Welker, please, after Mirzad and Anna Cross, keep an eye on your team.
3: And, like, Walker will like, in his head be thinking about, like, my team. And, like, his last thing with Darkblade was him terribly betraying him and Darkblade swearing, essentially, to get revenge on him and learning that he killed Sundry's wife and, like, the fallout that's about to happen as soon as he knows that I know. And then about uh, Ashu, who, like, was kind of mad at him from the vampire thing and hasn't spoken to him in months. Be like, yeah, no problem. My team won't be an issue at all.
0: There's only a few weeks after the end, after the end of the last mystery, maybe two, maybe three. And um, we're going to see you guys essentially getting the heads up to get together. Um, Cool. I
3: suppose the pancake place would be a weird place to meet now.
0: It could be, but I've, if there's, if there's a more meaningful place for you guys, or if that's the nostalgic place to meet. I'm only As, saying
3: on account of like the horrible violence that has befallen the uh, people who work there.
0: Oh, yeah. You guys will be treated differently for sure. Um, but we, we're if going that's, there. We're doing if, it. If that's, the, if that's the nostalgic place to just have you guys meet up there, I am not opposed to it.
3: No, let's do it. I'm going to try and enforce a sense of normalcy in the team. And like it'll just clearly not work.
0: Okay. So enforcing a sense of normalcy that probably won't work. Um, each of you gets a message um, that you like you're needed to meet up at the what do we call it the pancake Depot?
3: Pancake dump, I think or Depot yeah, Depot.
0: Please let's it, let it be the pancake depot, not the pancake dump. Um, that's what it says in the bathroom on the mirror. Um, somebody scratched that in. All right. So first and foremost, uh, Sundry. When Sundry gets this message, uh, tell tell us about his deal. The last conversation he had, he'd had a that we'd seen him have on screen was Darkblade was basically like, like, I think Welker is capable of having killed your wife
4: i think sundry has uh harbored suspicions about that ever since the demon anyway um and i don't think dark blade saying that would really tilt the scales one way or another because he's sort of looking for confirmation from mr welker or something other that's more concrete Um, and also i think he just trusts um welker and so he's not gonna revisit that absent like, uh, fairly clear and convincing evidence. So, uh, he'd be excited to go eat some pancakes because,
0: uh, okay. In a while, um, in these, after that, uh, last mystery with, uh, Dag, the beetle demon, are there any changes that we see to sundry?
4: Um, I think that uh, one of the things we said is, like, because of uh, some bad roll or something. he got. Oh, yeah, that's right. He scarred. has, like, uh,
0: scars or I don't want to say boils on him, but, like, the Beatles had, like, tried to bore through his skin. Yeah, so
4: there are places where it probably looks a bit.
0: Is it, like, pockmarks almost? Like, like, he could almost play them off as, like, oh, it's acne scarring from when I was a kid. Shut up. Kind of a thing. Or does it work, look worse than that? I mean, my preference would be, it looks worse than that, but not like uh, anywhere
4: that, that he couldn't just sort of conceal. So like if he takes off his shirt, someone's like, what the hell happened to you? But um, otherwise, he just looks like regular old Sundry Charms.
0: Sundry has maybe like, like on parts of his chest and parts of his neck, he has what maybe look like uh, pretty rough burns. But just on his face, he has maybe some marks that he hadn't had before. Yeah, that's- Um. Otherwise, when we see Sundry pull up to this, as a country music star, it
4: doesn't really matter if he's ugly or
0: not. Well, country music star—he's—he's he's got a—he's got a hit, but at least country music star—not—not not any longer, right? I mean, not until his next
4: record comes out.
0: Okay, I can accept that. Um, when he Jesus arrives, Jesus take at, the rudder. Jesus take the rudder. Yar, Jesus take the helm. Um, when he arrives at the Pancake Depot, like, what do we see? Describe him for us. Describe like kind of his attitude of arriving, that kind of thing.
5: What's the scene?
0: What's the scene in this movie when this guy shows back up to join up with the old gang? He pulls
4: into uh, his,
0: uh, he pulls into the parking lot
4: and like his big old truck, which probably on the back says something like, I kill fish. And also, um, save the fish. (laughs) <laughs> and also has a jesus fish on there uh and there's probably like a ton of fishing gear and like his harpoon uh in the in the bed of the truck and probably walks out wearing like uh some country gear
0: and again he looks kind of Rus- reminiscent of russell brand you said yeah well now
4: i guess he looks like russell brand more in his jesus face less than this rock star face okay longer beard Although like what we said was like from, from, from his conversion, I guess uh, he now looks like he's filled out a little bit more. Whereas before he looked like he was sort of like wasting away. Now he looks like more like tan and weather eaten.
0: Dark blade. You're also uh, you've also been contacted by Welker and you're also arriving at this. So uh, first of all, when Welker contacts dark blade, what's, what's going through his head? About me meeting up at this pancake depot for another another job. And as, as hesitant as right. you are to be there, mm-hmm. and you can tell me, as hesitant as you are to be there, in the end, what makes you at least contact them? And I'm going to tell you, you don't even this have is, to go.
6: I've got a beginning of the mystery move I want to use. Oh, yeah, please do. And that oh, might yeah, influence it. Well, I so connect the dots at the beginning of each mystery if you look for the wider patterns that current events might be part of Rule plus sharp now Darkblade hasn't really been you know I don't think that he knows maybe he knows on his own that something's going on
0: oh he absolutely of course he does
6: okay good a man like so, Darkblade wouldn't know yeah of course he knows Crazy something's t- going that's
0: on that's nuts yeah absolutely he does
6: all right. So he's going to roll, roll it two D six and he gets a five, but then he gets to add his, his sharp to that. So it's an eight, eight. And all right. On a seven to nine, you hold one and spend your hold during the mystery to ask the keeper, any one of the following questions.
0: So I, I think just with your knowledge and your understanding of the world, mm-hmm. when Welker calls you, um oh fuck it uh welker contacts you do you even pick up the phone uh, no Mm-mm. no welker what's the message you leave him
3: so yeah it's gonna be all, all business i say um uh, mr blade um your, your services are required um as per the terms of your employment we'll be meeting at the usual place the pancake dump sorry the pancake depot stop it with that i love it but it stopped at the pancake depot at uh one this afternoon please join the rest of the team and i there and i hope to see you and maybe he'll pause like for a moment like about to end the message uh you know say um you know what no he's not gonna say anything it's just like a, a long pause but then he just makes things better and hangs up
0: oh i love that that's great okay so that's the message that darkblade gets um Darkblade I think maybe you like reluctantly listen to the message of like this asshole. And uh when we see Darkblade and he's listening to this message, where is he? What's going on and who's who's the man that we see before us?
6: Uh Darkblade um has a uh, has an eye patch. He's um
0: he he uh mm-hmm. Ashton already has an eye patch. No eye patches. No no, other, he, no
6: more. He's got an eye patch and <laughs> um He's, he like takes a long drag out of his vape master, blows out a pink colored smoke, and he says, "And it's, it's roast beef flavored." Yeah. <laughs> he says, "God damn it! What is this city gonna do without me?" And um, he gets into his his own his minivan now, then flips up his eye patch so that he can see better, and <laughs> starts driving to the pancake depot. Nice, and again, can you give us just a general description of Darkblade? It's a frumpy man. Um, he's he's very uh, he's scruffy. He's um, has suspicious eyes. He wears casual dark clothes, and um, he he does not look like a a happy person.
0: He hears Wokers. Um... He hears Welker's message, and I'll say just based on the fact that you have that move, even without asking your question, even if you don't want to meet up with these guys, and I'm gonna—I'm not gonna lie—you don't have to at the moment. Even if you don't want to meet up with them, you know what Welker is asking you about has to deal with the kind of hunches you've had just lately. All right. That there's something tying Matlock's well to other places. And you aren't sure if you can... You're not sure which the other ones are. But Mm -hmm. there's something tying Matlock's well to these other spots. And it was only a matter of goddamn time before Welker bothered you about this shit.
6: Uh, He wants to know the... He wants to get some intel. Okay. Alright. Finally. Um...
0: Welker, Ashton has been gone for a while. What was the reasoning for Ashton's absence, and why has that not raised a big red flag, given that Mirzad's absence has apparently raised a big red flag? And it could just be that, like, Welker trusts Ashton more than Mirzad? That's, I'm okay with that.
3: Well, that's obviously true, because he's a part of the team, but uh, I Ashton, did you have like something for this? Like did you have like sort of a like um like an away message on your inbox? Like what was your situation? Do you know?
0: So Ashton had sent in a resignation letter to the Lore Corporation and he was planning on being done. At Regan's funeral, Mirzad showed up with that unopened resignation letter and was like, hey, if you quit, they might kill you. So then you went off with him theoretically still working for the Lore Corporation. I think Welker and the rest of the team were told like, oh, Ashton's going on some kind of additional assignment. And I think the reason that Jessica Lore is nervous about this stuff is because she knows that Welker's team includes Ashton and that Ashton had last been with Mirzad and she assumes, I think she assumes Ashton is working with Mirzad and just that the rest of Walker's team might go in that same direction. And so watch out with your team. Is that kosher for you, DJ? Is that sure. kosher for you, David? I'll say that again. <laughs> that, okay. So if that's cool. Um, yeah. So then in that case, Murzad can contact you so what's his secret what's his uh secret method of we we see Ashton uh, how does he arrive back in the country because
6: he's
7: been globe trotting um, well yeah so I, I would the uh, the dramatic entrance I was thinking is he just walks up to this table and sits down as if nothing had happened to whoever has shown up I guess just Welker and Sundry or is darkblade also there I think not right.
0: And so so are we not we're not going to see him like arrive back in the country it's just he's there he shows up.
7: You think that's Oh similar? yeah. I, I feel that's more interesting. Instead okay. of Oh, he goes through baggage claims. I, or did you have a night uh, a fun idea for that?
0: No. I'm just a big fan of just a big fan <laughs> of uh
7: of uh, yeah, logistics.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So all right. So we arrive and um uh, what's our what's our most dramatic order of uh, entrance here, or just just who arrives almost last to see that everybody's there?
3: I, I mean, my guess would be the way we did it. Sundry's expected. Darkblade was a maybe, and Ashton was a what now?
0: So does does Welker arrive last to see the the team that he has assembled in front of him?
3: Oh, I assumed he'd be there first, but maybe he'd be cooler, like maybe a little tear to the eye, be like, oh they all came what do you think
0: i i think that's more dramatic to have welker arrive last um do the do do we then need to have had conversations with you guys before or should we just start with that i kind of know the answer to my own question here so all right so welker arrives we see the door to the pancake depot or pancake dump as he uh, has started to call it um we see the door to the Pancake Depot swing open, and we see uh, Lurleen Delwood say, "Like, oh hey." She's not super into. Uh, she recognizes you. She's not super nice anymore, and she just says, "Like, like they're back there."
3: Thanks, Lurleen. Don't know what I'd do without you. He'll make it back there. By the way, is Virgil still working here?
0: Yeah, I think he I think he is. Uh, yeah, I think it's the two of them. And is Virgil still working here? Oh, yeah. Okay, if it's more interesting to have him still working here, yeah. He's he covered
6: is. in pockets. He's got a wood leg now. We saved his life. He doesn't move around with the same... You guys did save his life. The same, um, uh, skipping his stuff.
0: Uh, but he doesn't necessarily uh, appreciate that. Yeah, but all he... of our
3: pancakes get served with a thin layer of mucus all over them.
0: Um, he is a much skinnier man he looks like like uh, like thinner
3: did him a favor
0: so I don't think he was like overweight before but he looks like skinnier like we can tell like he looks different um, almost imagine Matthew McConaughey from like the early episodes of uh, True Detective Season 1 to like the late episodes of True Detective Season 1 where you're like oh that's a weird grey pube beard and mustache that you got going on here like that kind of deal but imagine you started at late season McConaughey, and now you're you're going worse from there. We've
3: got the reverse McConaughey. Thank
0: I don't think know. it's reversing. I think it's just going farther down the rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Woker, you get there, and you see Sundry, you see Darkblade, who uh, had not answered the phone, and um, the face you're surprised to see, sure as shit, is Ashton. And Ashton, what do... uh? who's who's the character that we see here
7: well he was always wearing like ill-fitting suits i think is how we described him before and like he had a terrible haircut i think all the time and now he's looks like uh much well put much uh, better put together i guess um although i guess hmm, he's wearing like armor under his thing so maybe he's got like a big kind of coat or something on to kind of mask that and uh this is becoming more and more ridiculous more and more dark blade ask maybe they're gonna be mm-hmm. even better friends but he's got some kind of like sword thing maybe oh maybe he just has it on the table like a fucking samurai or something oh and he, he's wearing like shades too because he has he has an actual missing eye but he wears shades so you can't see them or sunglasses or whatever
0: all right so yeah we see this entirely transformed ashton sitting there um with a uh with a sword on the table that he's only barely covered with a newspaper uh, when the waitress comes by we have not described Welker so tell us about Welker as he arrives Um, and looks over the scene of these characters he did not expect to see given that Darkblade didn't answer the phone and Ashton he hasn't seen in months and months
3: let's say Welker so the previous mystery I described him as like he's gone from a family man to like living by himself he looks a bit more haggard strung out not taking as good care of himself let's say like that evolution has continued now as like he feels more alienated even from like his colleagues and like once he realized he doesn't have to eat food for instance like he just stopped doing it and so now his skin is like more pallid like like pallid enough where he'd be like that doesn't seem quite right uh but not like like a corpse uh but he's taken up like smoking a lot instead of eating so he always like has this like cigarette smell to him now um and he still dresses well, but clearly they don't fit nearly as well. Like his like perfectly tailored suits don't fit as well um, as they used to. Um, so yeah, it's it's not a great look for him.
7: I think Ashton just looks up and says, uh, "You look like shit."
3: <laughs> and Walker will say, "I didn't expect to be looking at you at all. I, why are you? How are you here?
7: Figured you could use some help."
3: And like, um, Walker will pause for like a. Like a few seconds, and then just as a way to sort of like, um, like welcome him back, he'll say, "Will you be requiring an updated company card?" I'm probably good. He'll <laughs> nod, um, and then as he's before he sits down, he'll like nod to Darkblade and say, "Mr. Blade." Mr. Walker. So uh as Walker takes his seat, um he'll uh, he'll say um I mean I guess he's just gonna I guess he's just gonna launch into like as if this is just any other briefing. Um, okay.
0: So yeah, Walker sits down, Lurlene comes over and pours everybody coffee or whatever it is.
3: Sure. Um and he like order as usual and he'll no actually he doesn't order like he doesn't he doesn't bother with that anymore like that pretense anymore um and he'll just start saying like uh, we've been through a lot um but what we're about to do it's going to make it all worth it and he's going to start explaining about the um, the suspicion that like there's this like magical ley line network that um, outputs like a tremendous amount of energy and that we can like do some good in the world
4: I thought our job was to uh, catch magical bad guys, not—I uh, don't know—invent the next uh, nuclear hoo-ha.
3: To be honest, uh, how they intend to make use of this—that's just as much a mystery to me as how they intended to make use of of Gilman eggs, or vampire stones, or or werewolves. I don't know. All I know is that there's a mag- there's a problem that requires. Services from people like us, and we're the ones who are going to fix it. Well, I
4: guess the difference to me is uh, back when we're uh, putting the gale man behind bars or uh, taking care of uh, Miss Lady Werewolf or, uh, you know, sending a demon back to hell, uh, we're taking some nasty things off the street. Whereas this just sounds like, uh, I don't know work for your old science
3: department he'll nod say so yeah, i can see that distinction um when i was given this briefing was there any, any indication that this was going to be dangerous
0: this almost seems more like the way jessica lord put it to you this seemed more like we found we from what we were able to determine from Mirzad, we know two of these locations, we know there are others, and we have to figure out where those are, but the main person in this who would be connected to this area and could give us this information is not around.
3: Mirzad.
7: Right. Uh, speaking of, if this might be a good time to uh, put in my beginning of this move, where my set could give me information kind of possibly what we're wrangling it okay actually uh, an eight i thought i'd missed it there (laughs) that would have been sad but so uh so theoretically i would the set gave me a mission associated with this mystery i do give me some extra info
0: that part's easy the reason that you're here for sure is um the lore corporation controls all these other um the other seven spots uh the other the other seven rune spots on the world,
7: mm-hmm.
0: uh, in the world, and Palmetto City is the eighth. But you have to find the individual ley line connections that form the rune in Palmetto City. So that is your is your mission. And uh, luckily, that jives with precisely what Walker seems to be describing. Or actually, I don't think he described it yet so that's that's why you're here and depending on what Walker said oh no he didn't call Ashton at all so never mind
3: so so this will all come out shortly I'm sure but so like to answer Sundry's question Walker will say uh you're right um this isn't us cleaning up the streets this time uh our job purview has expanded um and if you're all right with that um I've already told them my team. I've already said that my team will accept. Should I? Should I amend? Should I amend that?
4: So what ex- exactly is uh, lower Core's uh, expectation? You want
3: know, to say so? So, did she give me a map at all? Like something I can like show them?
0: You can show them where certainly the. I mean, it's that that part's obvious. Where the. Tower, the Cypress Knolls Tower Gardens is and the Magnolia Place Mansion is and say that these two locations are connected somehow on some kind of lines but you're not sure of other spots that might be connected to it as well and that you guys have to find these essentially lines of powerful energy that connect these places. So you have two of the locales you need to find three to five more
3: okay so walker will explain like that exact thing he's not gonna leave anything out as far as this goes and uh, he'll say um as i understand it once we find enough of these lore corp can harness them um and do some definitive good you know say uh, they tapped us because we are the senior team in the area and uh, between our knowledge of uh mystic arts uh knowledge of demon demonic dealings and um, affiliation with the Fae folk I'm sure I'm sure between us we could figure something out
6: what's the end game with these uh, fonts of power though what difference does it make for the lore court?
3: and you'll say um, I as i've been led to believe that this is a source of energy how that energy is used i suppose that would depend on uh who's who's pulling the levers
7: i think ash might kind of lean forward and just say uh well yeah i've uh well i've been on vacation i've been studying these and we're not the only people looking for these they people all throughout history and all around the world have been looking for this exact spot, for almost as far as history goes back. And if we don't get them, someone else will.
3: And I uh, Walker will say, I understand that maybe the question inside your question, Mr. Blade, is should we be the ones to find these, this spot? What do you think?
6: I think that some things are left better, left alone.
4: I think Florida Power and Light does a pretty good job without us uh, getting involved with this uh, nuclear power magic nonsense.
7: Yeah, but we're not the only ones looking for this. And there are a lot worse things out there.
4: Worse than a utility main?
7: Well, you might have me there.
3: And Walker will nod and say, um, as as Mr. Green suggests, um, it seems like the cat's out of the bag on this. We can either be the first ones to find it and put it to a use that we have a say in or we can throw the dice and see who does find it.
4: Uh, Who do you all think is after this nonsense? Yeah, like look
3: to Ashton.
7: We might have gotten the closest, but I'm sure we're not the only ones here that have gotten this close. It's only a matter of time.
4: Awesome. When I get a chance, I'd like to do my beginning of uh, Mystery Move.
0: Go for
3: it. And while he's doing that, Walker will say um, we, there, we've already have reason to suspect that somebody in the corporation uh, has gone rogue and what their primary motivations are are currently unknown. And, but they for sure know about this.
6: Hmm. So and they, like- but they went rogue from, from Warcorp. And why would they do that?
3: Walker will say, I didn't have a chance to ask him.
6: So get a 10. plus.
4: Uh, so you have at the beginning of each mystery, um, uh, see what is revealed about your immediate future. On a 10, plus, the keeper will reveal a useful detail about
0: the coming mystery. As they're discussing these lines that connect these different places and this power, you kind of like look down um, at the table. In front of you and you see like various objects a thing of creamer a pack of sugar a spoon whatever it is and they kind of form these lines and Mm -hmm. you're almost looking at them and they form this kind of uh, irid not iridescent but just these like lines of this polygon or these yeah polygon that seems to almost glow and it forms this polyhedron almost looking like this crystal and the crystal seems to crack and twist its shape. And in the cracked, twisted shape, there seems to be um, uh, all this energy that had been there and had been glowing seems to pour forth and turn into something hellish and nightmarish. I think you can tell like this is a big deal. This is definitely connected to some kind of very
6: big power and who controls this is a very big deal. I have a similar move Austin. I don't, it probably would just be redundant though. Okay. If you want to use it just later in this conversation, I that think, could work out.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll do so. Be more relevant then.
4: So I guess the thing I glean there is like, instead of Ashton, or sorry,
0: Mr. Welker saying, this is a big deal i now know this is a big deal so you know that this is a big deal and you know that there are different shapes that this thing and these lines can go in and the possibility of that changes what this becomes you see these lines form in front of you and form this polygon that represents all this energy and they seem very kind of like clean crisp lines and very stable and um then one of these points cracks or breaks and the lines shift, and they form a different kind of polygon that is no longer as clean and no longer as stable. And then that's when this energy becomes more, not only negative, but like almost painful for you to watch. And so what you can tell is basically that there is a specific way that these lines that Welker and Darkblade and Ashton are talking about there's a specific way they're supposed to be connected. And there is another way that they could be connected that something far darker ends up being set up. And earlier when you said hellish, like does Sundry get any sort of width
4: of or impression about like a demonic or heck-like
0: connection? Oh oh yeah, you get get a, a feeling very similar to the last vision you got of just a apocalyptic Hallacious result in the, from the previous mystery of this, like,
4: yeah. So I guess, like, maybe Sundry's just sort of like staring down at the table at this creamer and figuring out his geometric patterns and doing his whole beautiful mind thing. And, Everyone just uh, assumes you're staring at the Land of Lakes lady on the. Yeah. Yeah. You and look we, up and it's like the dinosaur. Maybe, maybe people are, are, are talking while this is going on. He's not really paying attention to it. And he just looks up at uh, Welker and he's like, I'm in.
3: And Walker will be taken back a bit, like he, he's like ready to like argue this point. If they just won't say anything, i will nod, and like he'll be quite grateful, in fact, because like even though none of none of the table has said they don't want to do this, like everyone at this table has a reason, like a personal reason, to just say like "screw you, Walker, you, this is your problem." Uh, so then, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say I do like that we've created an entire cast of characters who are all you know, uh, I guess you'll put me out of retirement.
3: <laughs> you Monde son of a bitch. You yeah. son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah. Well, if, if we're all down for one more job, he'll say uh, today's the day to start.
0: You guys now know that all of you are looking for these ley lines, and that these ley lines are important. Darkly, okay. you you know Matlock's well is the intersection of one of these points. Yeah. So, if Welker tells you the two points that he knows of, mm-hmm. you know a third for sure, and you've been able to see that there are these other lines that go off in these other directions. You can mm-hmm. try to find this stuff.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was
0: wondering. Um, so are are you are you cool on telling these folks like hey here's this other spot or is that a dark blade on his own? A dark, that's dark blade, blade after on his dark. own.
6: That's dark blade after dark. That's the the you pay per view channel.
3: Oh right. that's the Only mm-hmm. Blade account. Yeah. Right. Only Blades. Okay, so An
0: easy one would be basically that you guys... We could say that you guys kind of all go your separate ways with your what to look for. And then that night, Darkblade goes back there to continue looking for stuff almost on his own. It's fine with me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Darkblade, I'm going to start the scene off with just you, Alex. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to have somebody else hop into this scene. Kind of as like... Oh, I didn't think you'd figure it out. Like, like another PC. Mm -hmm. Are you cool with that? Or is that ruin this plan? No, I'm cool with it. Okay, cool. So we see Darkblade back at Matlock's well. And it's still this pile of um, bricks. And even though Matlock had sacrificed himself to seal up that demon in our last mystery... There's mm-hmm. still a lot of magical energy that seems to be coming out of this. And if you touch these stones, um, that opalescent energy seems to kind of like swell up some more. And you can see that lines shoot off in these kind of two directions. And based on what you know, you look at a map and you kind of like plot stuff out and you're like, yeah, two of these lines definitely go to the Magnolia Place Mansion and the Cypress Knolls Tower Gardens. Mm-hmm. But then there are other lines that they don't seem so much like lines. There just seems like kind of like a vague fanned out um, field of energy that goes off in other directions. And so that stuff is much more vague to you. And you know, you're going to have to focus
6: in to figure this shit out. Mm, And that's exactly what Darkblade will do. He has a cane in his hand and the cane has a like a, a crystal on the handle. And he he strokes it. It's it's something that he got at the medieval fair, but um, uh, it. There are there are some magics that that uh. Um, only the ancient are, are, know. Only are only ancients know, but are only a trifle, you know, to come into okay. possession of. So. Well, it, why don't we just, have you?
0: Why don't we have you make mm-hmm. your beginning of session, beginning of session, beginning of mystery move. And we can see if maybe this activates anything or we just find anything out with this rather than engage the... Yeah, like so I'm going to
6: roll my premonitions. And my premonitions move is a move where I roll the start of each mystery, my weird, and on a 10+, plus you get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen. You take plus four one forward to prevent it coming true and mark experience if you stop it all right so i um roll my weird i get a 14.
0: all right that's pretty good could you read that result again for me
6: yeah um the result is i get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen And I take plus one, four to prevent it coming true. You kind of like nod off as you're
0: sitting there and you have this dream. And in this dream, you hear like this chaos and you hear this crackling, these crackling Mm. sounds. And you see Sundry and Welker fighting with each other. And they're like both absolutely like trying to murder one another. Sundry's got that harpoon and he stabbed it through Welker. Welker's uh, never looked worse that you've ever seen him. He already looks dead, but his just hands are wrapped around Sundry's throat. And he's just choking the life out of him as, um, as Sundry is pressing this thing further and further and further into him.
6: Um, and, and, and- Dark Blade is, um, he's, he's seeing this and his mouth is a gape and he's, he's um, his hands are on the, on the well now well this is this is kind of a this is kind of a
0: vision that you're having and so you see this going
6: on then you see um
0: ashton um coming in and oh oh there's just all these cops that are coming in and winters is like like i said get down i said get down and um there's these cops that are trying to wrestle with Ashton, and Ashton is just like attacking them with the sword that he brought to this um pancake depot. And he stabs these folks. And Winters is like shooting Ashton. And like Ashton falls down seemingly dead. And then Winters just like looks at him and his eyes turn red. And he turns to Darkblade. And Darkblade, uh l- like, like his he's suddenly like, what? And he looks over and there's just this um like this hole that seems to be widening and widening and widening. And from out of it almost erupts this like steam or almost like smoke that shoots out and just starts to cover the area. And, um, he can just feel that there's like, nothing, like a sense of simultaneous nothingness and nothing but pain. And then you wake up from this and you're like, you're gripping onto these, um, these stones. So I can see easily Ashton like you knowing these two locations being important and knowing Darkblade's abilities. Like looking for him and almost having like followed him and maybe like needing Sundry to help with that process. When Darkblade wakes up, we see Ashton who had used his understanding of some of these kind of ley lines and these points to try to follow him and had gotten Sundry's help to get him here. Given that Sundry knew of the importance of Matlock and this location, Sundry could kind of help guide Ashton to this spot.
7: So yeah, I think he says, uh, well, first off it's Ash now. Secondly, so I guess you see him too. The lines. Darkblade will do it.
6: He's going to do a quadruple take. Um, And uh, he says, you can see them. You can see where we are.
7: Yeah, I guess guess I've always about this place. I've always kind of been able to see stuff, but I don't know. I thought everyone could, but I hear from what Sundry tells me, you see them pretty damn clear. Well, yeah,
6: I um, couldn't always see this wall but now there's no going back once you can see it do you um do do you have any connection to this place
7: it's just like an old well right yeah to you this is this
0: is news this is this old It doesn't even look like a well at this point. It just looks like the thing in your backyard where it's like, oh, this looks like somebody had built a barbecue and then it fell apart. But everything's really old.
7: Uh, Yeah, it doesn't look like anything special to me, but I can Mm. I feel drawn to it. Kind of looks like garbage. I don't know. Does it mean anything to you? Yeah.
6: Um, Here, come with me. Kinda like walk Ashton over and try to like place his hand on the mantle of this, uh, um, or some some of the stones of this well, and um, you're like, can you? Does it still look like trash to you?
7: Hmm. Maybe there's like a dramatic moment where he's like, Hmm. Yeah, kinda. Still does. Uh, right. Looks. <laughs> I don't think. Is anything? In particular special, is it? Or is there awesome? Um, I think that if Ashton can indeed see these
0: um lines, then maybe this is where after a while, like at first it does just look like garbage. It just looks like a pile of bricks. Um and like old broken splintered wood, and it smells like old like old standing water, um, and dirt. But after a while, I think especially if you're Looking from this point, um, Ashton, if you want to make a weird roll, you could try to see if you could connect to this, and Darkblade could end up helping you very easily,
7: if need be. Um, Wow. Well, I am very bad at weird, but I did manage to roll a 9. All right. So Darkblade, if you'd want to assist, you absolutely can.
6: I'll assist him. Uh, But I got a seven. I guess that helps. That does help. Yeah. All right. So
0: the two of you are able to do this. And Sundry, from your perspective, as a person who doesn't see these lines to the same degree, what does it look like to a regular person that they're doing?
6: Hmm. Uh, I'm really not sure. Okay.
0: Um. Is what they're doing becoming visible? we almost like they're like touching this well and it's like creating this like almost uh like it's narrowing down some of this energy into an additional line. Like, oh, we can go that way. Kind of like a, like a marker or a lighthouse like shoots out a beam of light. Or is it just nothing and they look off in that direction and you're like, that's the way. I prefer the latter simply because like
4: I guess without having experienced all this weird supernatural stuff, Sundry saw two people doing this and like saw nothing at all. And then saw them like engage in their mumbo jumbo. He'd just be like, they're crazy. This is crazy, whatever. But having gone through all that he's gone through, he just sort of like sees them, you know, engaging in their stupid magic where nothing happens and then sees them like look off that way. And he's like, yep, that's the way.
0: All right. Yeah, so... The two of you, um, well then, I guess Darkblade or Ashton, what do you guys, who are involved in this directly, what do you say?
6: Well, um, what uh, when Ashton puts his hand on, uh, so Darkblade's going to like lead Ashton's hand to the um, old stones that have like, um, they kind of like sparkle like like sandwood in moonlight, um, not really brightly, but um, but uh, he he puts his hand on it, and um, then as he does, uh, there's kind of like a, rea- a reaction from the weird, from the the magic fabric of this touching and reaching out to Ashton and um, Ashton Macy, and I'll let him answer, but. Ashton, this place has been described as kind of like um, a green, verdant area um, with a with an old stone well in it, um, but more nature than you would be able to see if you were. Oh yeah, maybe
0: that's when you when you touch this stuff, and at first you're like, "This is just a pile of garbage." When you look up, it is a pile of garbage, but it's in like this weird idyllic British baking show. Garden that you had not been in mere moments ago when you were in some suburban person's backyard uh, with just a wooden fence, and you see this like garden around you guys, and uh, yeah, is it just a a beacon of light that points off in the other direction?
7: So I think uh, I described Ash seeing this as like little like motes of light, like in like trailing to specific things in the intermystery thing. So maybe it's a uh, like a bunch of those motes of light just like going in every direction at once like flying off as if they're like I don't know gnats or butterflies or something and he's like that's when he realizes oh i'm in this beautiful forest or field or something and that's how he realizes that uh, it's a place of special beauty. Okay.
0: Well, you are able to figure out very very easily um, another place, in Ashton, this makes perfect sense for you. You're able to know where this goes, and if Darkblade shows you this, um, like, shows you a map of the area that he's been looking on and, like, marking where these places could be, you can very easily figure this out. Um, it's that swamp mansion that Mirzad had brought you to. So one of these locations is that Swamp Mansion. And you get to ask a question about uh, the situation.
7: I was thinking kind of who else is on this trail, but I could roll that roll that into, uh, are there any, any dangers we haven't noticed?
0: Things have been moved. One of the big ones is that you realize at the end of your mystery regarding the Cypress Knowles Tower Gardens and Count Nikolai Rostovich, the vampire, there was a dark crystal, let me phrase this, there was some kind of crystalline stone that was taken out of, or part of a stone that was taken out of the foundation of the tower. That stone now lies in, oh no, Ashton just knows that stone's gone. He doesn't know where the fuck that stone is. And guess what? You're realizing, wait a minute. And you're looking at that line that goes to um, the Cypress Knolls Tower Garden. It's not as clear and clean as the line that goes to the Magnolia Place Mansion. Or the one that goes to, uh, at least from your perspective, the Swamp Mansion. There's something up with that line. It's fuzzy. It's shaky.
7: Something's up. Oh wait, so only Ash figures that out? Yep. That it was moved. Okay, yeah, so he's definitely going to say that like, "Oh, uh wait, there's a uh, someone's someone's already tampering with this. Can you can you see that dark plate?" There and he knows it's a stone like he figures that out.
0: I think that's the that's that's the change up that you can figure out. That's the most obvious.
7: Hmm. Looks different. It's like some someone's moved part of this around. I did know you could move uh, these places. Uh, well, someone took a very important part of it, and that's going to mess up the whole thing. Sendry's here and all this.
4: It's like, I don't know why, but uh, my feeling is uh, if someone's able to move these things around, uh, all hell will break loose here.
6: And darkly, that kind of jives with the Maybe. premonition you got too. I think you hit it on the head there. I don't think that um, we're going to have a whole lot of time to figure this one out, guys. And I don't think we're all going to be able to come out of this one in one piece. I uh, I think that we really need to be careful about, even though Lore Corp says that they're trying to help out anyone who wants to control this thing is dangerous and uh, I'm worried about I'm worried about Welker and I don't think that he's um, I think he's capable of some pretty awful, awful things and he showed that with the way that he treated Matlock so I think we all need to Um, really stick together and, um, you know, trust those that we can trust. And I think you guys know that I'm always been a man of my word and, um, going to do everything we can to try to keep hell from breaking up, breaking loose. But Ashton, Sundry, you both are, you both are solid people and. If it ever comes down between Walker and you, you know I've got your back. All right. And something tells me that that is going to be how it's going to come down.
7: I think he's going to look at Dark Blade and say like, alright, what the fuck is Matlock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's Welker's game plan with this? What's his uh, What's his next step?
3: So, so all of this took place between three of them. They they found this out that night, and they didn't tell Welker, obviously, right? Yes, I think that's about correct. So, I think to Welker's mind, it's like, okay, we're gonna get cracking on this mystery tomorrow uh, with the whole team. We're all in one place together, finally doing the thing. Um, so I could see the things he does in the interim to be either family related where he like tries to like bridge that gap as like a personal thing or I wouldn't mind if we nailed down and I know we've like sort of like approached this tangentially like if you nailed down like oh here's exactly what happened the night that Maria died and here's me like knowing for sure Bishop did this to me it's like one of those two paths I think would be like a thing he would be working on
0: sure um I think you can I can do either of those Um he's gotten back from like sick leave, but a uh a fairly determined, though still stressed out looking Dr. McLean Mm -hmm. at the lab. And so as you go back and you're kind of doing stuff in the in the later part of the day, he's there and he's doing just a bunch of calculations on the computer and he'll be typing something and then he'll write something down and um he'll he'll be mostly doing that. And then every now and again, he'll get up and he'll look at like some like scientific instruments and be like, okay. And then he'll go back and do that. Like he's doing some very boring scientific stuff.
3: So maybe like all like the adventure curiosity part of it, has like kind of like been sapped out of him from his last experience. And like, maybe he's even like a bit afraid of Welker, like when they share a space.
0: Yeah. When you come in, he's, um, I like that. He's like fairly nervous of like, oh, hello, uh, Mr. Welker. And Dr. McLean is. Theoretically of a higher security clearance than you, but he's right. tr- he's treating you like a he, he's being deferential to you because I think he's just very nervous about the whole situation. Right. And he's like, he's like, oh, hel- uh, hello, Mr. Uh, Mr. Welker.
3: And just so I'm clear, I've already used the access given to me by Cross in his name to find out that there was a report. There's a bunch of very incriminating, like, absences in the report. And that's the extent of what I know, right?
0: Absolutely. And as a peek behind the curtain, I think he has seen that his stuff has been used to access things. Mm -hmm. But he also has a gap in his memory of what happened because of the demon possession. Mm -hmm. So he's not sure of if he did that or not. And that's Uh driving him, that's bothering him, where he's like a man who is a man of, like, very devoted to his own intellect and discovering stuff and understanding the world, and all of a sudden, his own mental faculties have failed him in this time period, and he's terrified of it. And he associates that with you, and then and therefore you terrify him. Not just in a way of, like, oh, you can kick my ass. Not just that, but in this existential way of, like, something about you represents this existential threat to who I view myself as.
3: That makes sense to me. I was intimately linked to his um, beetle body problem.
0: Ah, uh, the old beetle body.
3: I feel like Wilker would take the tack of like, um, hey, Dr. McClain, so good to see you back at your station. And like, maybe if he recognizes that he's a bit like nervous around him, he's going to lean into that mm-hmm. and like, get closer to him than normally he would when he's talking to someone. Uh... <laughs> And he's gonna be like, uh Hey, uh I mean he's gonna he's gonna straight up like come at this, and be like, um listen, I I've been looking over my personnel files lately. Call it nostalgia. And um I was wondering if you could walk me through some of it. Do you have a moment? And you like be like very close to him when he's saying this?
0: You know, say, I mean you have access to your personnel files, obviously. I don't know what uh light I can shed on those. Um you all all you have to do is just access them through the um the such and such portal and you can get you can get there no no uh no no problem at all.
3: And then he'll go over and uh if there are any open doors or that kind of thing, he'll close them. If there ain't unlocked doors, he'll lock them. Um and then he'll like return to Dr. McLean and he'll be like, I wanna s I want to hear your take on it. So, you know, coming back from the dead is a pretty remarkable thing, and you're a remarkable man for making it happen. Uh, I've always thought it was a little strange that you didn't want to. Um, you know, you know, most people when they achieve remarkable things are proud of it and they want to talk about it, but that was never the case with you. Um, I think I'd like to hear the story now.
0: I think you're trying to manipulate someone. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah, manipulate, manipulate someone mm-hmm. so um your reasoning is that he should be proud of this thing or your reasoning is that like he should be afraid of you and therefore
3: he should be afraid of me
0: okay that's more what i was thinking um he should be afraid of you and what could happen if he doesn't so go ahead and roll plus charm
3: oh and i'll say like as like the the uh the stick he'll be like um you know, you've been such an asset to me, and I'm always looking for new people to join my field team. Since you've had experience recently with, uh, you know, sort of the dirty end of things, maybe you'd make a great fit. And so like threatening, like basically like exposing to more horrible things. Um, all right, so charm. I think I like, rolled maybe one charm thing this whole game. And that makes sense, because it's my worst stat by a lot. Ooh, got a seven
0: seven okay just barely he'll tell you this he'll say like i've studied so many things for this company and i have found out as much as i possibly can i am a medical doctor i am a research biologist and biochemist and quite frankly i'm one of the top of my top of the people in my field and i'm not trying to brag about that and you're living proof if that's if that's what can be said of my abilities and yet what we're dealing with, I don't understand. I found out as much as I can for this company. There seems to be something. I thought that wannabe Chris Angel that we were employing was nothing but nothing but a scam artist. And he was just, he was just playing on some kind of narcissistic element of Jessica lore. And honestly, a lot of great people have indulged themselves in horoscopes and in spiritualism. And I thought, what's the harm if just another person does this? If after all, we're doing this kind of research, we can give them hard answers to the kind of nonsense that this person might throw some bullshit at. And now I realize that there's there's something to what they've said. I need to know what he knows. If you give me his information, I can tell you whatever you need. But I need I need that information. At the moment, I'm working with only half of half of what I need to know. There's variables that I don't understand and I'm trying to I'm trying to calculate something that I'm an ant and I'm looking at an elephant and I need more. I need a greater perspective. And if if what even half of what he says is true if i can weed that down i can get a greater picture
3: so you're telling me that you want mirzad's research files on the subject of the resurre- of resurrection is, is that what you want
0: i want everything that hot topic whatever he is has ever known i thought it was nothing i thought it was made up And now, if there's anything to it, I want to find that out.
3: So, in Walker's own mind, how close am I to getting that information?
0: I think if you can promise this to him and give... Do you think there is a deliverable that you could present to him with this?
3: I'm sure I could come up with something. Um... I mean, I know Ashton has worked closely with Mirzad, so maybe I could ask him. No, even
0: if uh, I'm not gonna lie, if you were to just say like, like Ashton has worked closely with him, like if you, if you could almost basically say like, this is the person to look into, maybe that's enough. Though that's kind of like almost selling Ashton out a little bit.
3: (laughs) Might be like an uncomfortable conversation, I suppose.
0: But yeah, oh, but yeah, if you were, we're to tell him like this guy it. can tell you this stuff,
3: absolutely, he'll say I work cl- one of m- one of my teammates worked closely with Merzad. I don't know that he knows where he is now, but uh, I'm certain he's talked to him about his work. Um, I'll put you in contact with him. That which team?
0: Which me? teammate?
3: And he'll say, uh, Mister Green, Ashton Green,
0: and he'll um he'll type something in and it just pulls Ashton's files up. And so you can tell like this guy is taking a very, very deep interest in Ashton.
3: And like Walker in his mind's like, sure. Okay. I gave him Ashton's business card. Big deal. And he'll say, "Uh, now you tell me what exactly happened the night I was brought in.
0: I wasn't there. So I can only tell you what I saw. From the evidence I got, which was your corpse brought to the lab. Who brought me in? He'll say, Bishop, Bishop brought you in.
3: All right. And what'd you see?
0: I didn't get the operations report, but I was told that uh, the two of you were ambushed while on assignment and that you were killed. You seem to have been strangled. With something that didn't cause significant lacerations or bruising. Mm -hmm. You also didn't seem to have any other significant marks of trauma. Anything that would indicate a struggle. Bruises, gunshot wounds. There were some minor marks on your neck, which would be expected if you were strangled. But the thing is, they mostly looked like fingernail marks. The kind of marks a person has when they're being choked and they try to stop it.
3: And Bishop, how did he seem?
0: He didn't require any medical treatment of any kind.
3: And were there any calls, to your knowledge, for treatment for any third parties?
0: No. Okay. So, and he'll say it. He'll say it in such a way, where he'll say like, "No." And then you realize there were no other parties involved. It was just the two of you. Okay. I always thought it was strange. Normally, if a person were standing and he'll kind of get up and pantomime something, and he goes, this is just from this is just from my knowledge of uh, like essentially physiology. And he'll be like, if a person was standing and they were strangled, this is what would happen. There would be trauma on these parts of their body. And he says, like, they would usually kick. um, There would be trauma on their heels. There would be bruising from this. There would be like, this is how this would present itself. That wasn't present with you. Mm -hmm. It was almost like you were sitting down, sitting down in a fairly comfortable position okay well hold on and he'll he'll look something up and he'll see like there were minor bruises on your knees which would be again odd unless you were sitting somewhere where well you'd be whacking your knees against something I don't know a desk possibly
3: car seat dashboard possibly He'll nod and say, Well thank you, Dr. McLean. You're an a- you've been an asset as always. Um, if you wouldn't mind um, keeping this conversation that we've mutually benefited from to yourself.
0: He says, if you can get me that information, I think it'll benefit all of us. The more we can find out, the better. He'll nod. You're proof of, You're proof of that, right?
3: Say, Oh sure. I am definitely uh, I'm definitely a poster boy for the greater good.
0: So once you find this, that's a good question. Once you find this stuff out and you find out this additional location, do you let Welker in on this or do you guys continue this search on your own? Or do you guys split up from there? I mean, Sundry's going to just stick with Darkblade and uh,
4: Ash. As goes Feel free by to now. just
3: go if, if you guys are feeling that. It's fine with
7: hey? me. Hmm, what do you think, Darkblade? Yeah, if you think Mr. Welker can't be completely trusted now... I don't know I mean he's always seemed okay to me
6: well um, he seemed okay with me until he killed uh,
3: until he killed my cat
6: the last magical creature on earth alright he seemed okay to me until he did that and uh, you know I've seen some things about... I've seen things that haven't happened yet, and I've been seeing things each time something big starts to unfold. I can I can read between the lines, and I know... I know, deep down, that Welker is going to be turning against... Maybe not you this time, Ash. Maybe not me. He certainly is going to be turning against Sundry. Oh, shit. I saw him wrap his dead hands around your throat and um, you know if it comes down to that I'll be we'll put the dead man back in his grave but I hope it, I hope it doesn't because despite all of Mr. Walker's failings he has a family we've all seen his family uh, but I'm starting to wonder if he's if there's anything good left in him.
4: I mean, he's been nothing but kind to us outside of uh, this uh, new development with your friend Matlock. But uh, he's always been conflicted between the company and uh, his other loyalties.
0: So maybe as you guys are talking, you guys are heading at heading back to your cars to get back in there and possibly drive to the swamp mansion. And as you're going, you one of you looks back and sees that somebody's at this well. So Darkblade, you guys walking away from the well turn back and he he looks back almost to say goodbye to Matlock and what does he see? He sees Sundries arriving at the well.
1: This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Music for this episode included Earthly Destiny by Sir Cubworth, Street Life Silent Film by Lobo Loco, and Symmetry of Sleeplessness by Dan Bowden. Additional voices for this episode included Alex Ernest as Jessica Lohr. Please join us next week for another exciting episode of Monster of the Week in this, our final mystery, here on This American Dice and if you haven't remembered to do so, tell a friend, like, subscribe, and follow us on social media, or write the name of the show on tables at chain Italian restaurants, because when you're here, you're family. Through a
3: complicated cryptograph that I'm emailing you now.
0: Yes, Carl, Can I will slowly be zooming out the sooner you can guess what the picture is of uh the more points you will get in the final round um no so So Um, how do
3: we go about finding them
0: so well what's the next scene because i don't want you guys just to hang out at this diner like that was fine for you guys meeting up again and have the like you old son of a bitch i'm in like that scene is cool but I don't want you guys hanging out at this diner and just speculating or looking stuff up online or looking at maps at the diner.
3: So there we are in the parking lot of the diner with a laptop and Sundry's truck truck bed.
0: Mm-hmm. You just move around to different parts of the diner. Then you're in the bathroom of the diner. Mm-hmm. You're behind the dumpster. So I can get wifi. Yeah, I can only <laughs> yeah. get wifi in the bathroom. It's the It's the part of the restaurant closest to a nearby Starbucks. You can mm-hmm. just pick up their signal. I, oh, my joke to Alex that I just made when I saw her, I was like, is this anything? Only fins. So it's all mor- mermaid porn. Is that anything? Anyway, our marriage is a lot of that. Is this anything?
4: And Sundry, Ghost Sundry is just shouting, foreshadowing. Yeah, he's yelling, foreshadowing.
0: Cool. And then Ghost Sundry starts clapping. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't have to deal with a recall as governor, but he had to deal with a total recall. Hello.
5: Hello. Hello, Bazinga. Yeah. Hey, folks, just as a heads up, Our old episodes from previous long games, including Legend of the Five Rings, Ryoko Owari, The City of Lies, are going up on YouTube and they're premiering every Saturday. And our old short games are gonna be going up on our YouTube channel and premiering every Sunday. So our the website that we utilize has a maximum number of 300 episodes that we can kind of have up at one time. And since we have passed that, which is good, um, we're running into a situation where we're losing some of our old stuff on our regular podcast feed. So we're putting it up on YouTube. Um, so just check us out, This American Dice. See if you can find the stuff. Till then, our long games will come out still on Thursdays, This American Monster. Our short games will come out on Fridays and Saturdays will be old disappearing long game episodes and Sundays will be old
7: disappearing short game episodes. Be sure to check it out. We'll see you there.